Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Acts 27. We are coming down the stretch here of the book of Acts with our second to last chapter today. And for the latter half of this book, most of what we have been doing is following the Apostle Paul around, and we are about to complete our travels with the Apostle Paul. And so I want to ask the question today, as we've been thinking about all we've been seeing in the ministry of the Apostle Paul, and I want to ask you this question, who is the hero? Who's the hero of the story that we've been reading? You might be tempted to say the Apostle Paul. And it might not be totally crazy for you to say that because even on this podcast, we've been pointing out many times how exemplary Paul is in his attitudes, in his behavior, and his witness. But I would not call him the hero of the story. I think the best way for us to think about this is this way. God is the hero. Paul is the example. God's the hero. God's the one ultimately doing the work. Paul is the example, though, for you and I and what it looks like to live with the knowledge of who God is. And I think we're going to see that again today, specifically in Acts chapter 27. Now, uh, Acts 27 tells the story of Paul and his voyage to Rome. And you probably know it's not a simple voyage. There's going to be a storm. There's going to be a shipwreck. This is an incredible Hollywood movie worthy story that we will read in this chapter. But what you're going to see is Paul, again, being very exemplary. He is setting an example of how we should act if we were to find ourselves in a similar situation. But really what empowers him To live in such an exemplary way is his reliance on the true hero of the story, and that is God. Even in the middle of this story, and even if we're thinking about Paul's example, I want to highlight four things about Paul's example in this chapter. But the first thing is he depends on God. He's depending on God, and that's why God really is the hero of the story, because is he speaks to everyone else. He tells them in verse 23 about an angel that came to visit him. And the angel said, do not be afraid, Paul, you must stand before Caesar and behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. And even before you would think before this angel even comes, when this shipwreck or this storm is really raging, You think Paul has to have some level of comfort because God has already told him, Jesus appears to him in Acts 23 and told him, take courage for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify also in Rome. So really he's depending on God, his promises and his care. And that's where you need to follow Paul's example by depending on the true hero, God, he's the one who has made the promises on which we should rely. And he's the one that we can depend on to take care of us. So I doubt you are going to find yourself today on a ship in the middle of a 
the sea in the middle of a raging storm that drives the ship for two weeks. I mean, think about that for a moment. Think about two weeks, 14 days on a ship being rocked and pushed along by a storm for 14 days. Those of us like myself that maybe lean a little bit more towards the motion sick side of the spectrum, that sounds awful. And even you see that the grown men here seem terrified at what's going on and they give up hope. But Paul is there depending on God and his promises. So you probably will not find yourself in an exactly similar situation today. But there will be storms in this life. And in the middle of that storm, you need to depend on the real hero of the story on God, his promises and the care that he has promised to give to his people. Look at the birds. Look at the lilies. Does God feed them? Does God clothe them? How much more will he take care of you, O you of little faith? We need to rely on God and his promises. Now, in light of all that, that that first thing is the overarching thing. Here's three other things that I think we, we see Paul doing really well in this chapter. And the first is he stays calm. He, he's in the midst of an incredibly difficult situation, uh, a, a genuinely fear-inducing situation. But every time we see him speaking or acting, it seems that there is a, a measuredness and a calm about him. And that's where you got to see how that calm directly flows from his depending on God and his promises. You are not going to be able to stay calm if you are not relying on God. It makes me think of something that Paul writes, uh, and we'll see it later in the book of Philippians chapter four, where he says, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And right before that, he says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. And there's a graciousness uh, and a calmness involved in that reasonableness. And you can see it's linked to, I'm not going to be anxious about everything. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is here to care for me. I, I can be reasonable. I don't need to be anxious. I can stay calm. And then in that calmness, another thing that we see in this chapter is that Paul respects authority. Now, that does not mean he doesn't ever disagree with the authority. It doesn't mean he never even voices an opinion to the authority. Even at one point, he, he says in this chapter, well, you, you should have listened to me. In verse 21, then you should have listened to me and not set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. But you see, also, he goes about this in a respectful way, so much so that at the end of the chapter, when the soldiers want to kill the prisoners, and understandably, if one of them es escapes, their life is on the line. Uh, so they want to kill the prisoners so that none of them escape, so that there's no punishment on the soldiers for letting the prisoners go free. But the centurion wishing to save Paul kept them from carrying out their plan. I find that very interesting. Paul is bold for the gospel. Uh, Paul even has voiced some of his opinions here. But at the end of the day, the one in charge has so much respect for Paul that 
He makes sure that he is safe. And so I think that's a good idea for us. We need to respect authorities. And that doesn't mean we're always going to agree. There may even be times to voice an opinion that is contrary to an authority, but doing it in such a way that even the authority respects that. I think there's a great example for us in Paul in this chapter. And finally, the third thing that he does, and again, I think these three things flow from the first thing that he depends on God's promises is he encourages others. He encourages others. Uh, And you see him doing that a couple different times when he shares the story of uh, the the angel who came to visit him. And then in verse 33, when he encourages them to eat food and he tells them um, that it will give them strength for not a hair is to perish from the head of any of you. He is continuing to encourage others really with the promises of God. So when you find yourself in a hectic situation, first and foremost, depend on God, depend on his promises, depend on his care. And then in that dependence, you will be able to stay calm. You will be able to respect authority and not to freak out, not to start a rebellion, uh, but to respect the authority and you will be able to encourage others. And again, Paul is a great example here, but at the end of the day, God is the hero. God is the one who makes these promises to Paul. God is the one ultimately who encourages Paul. And we ultimately, yes, we can look at Paul as an example, but we must look at God as the one that we depend on. So a lot to learn here from Acts, but again, it's pointing us to our God. And I hope that refreshes us and helps us depend on him today. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.